Hello, everyone. Did you know that everything we do and every penny that we spend empowers something or someone? My name is Walter Mitchell, Jr., and I want to invite you to become regular listeners, social contributors, and active participants in the reclaiming and redistribution of our collective power. I encourage you to take back what's rightfully yours from those who have in the past and present abused and misused it. I further encourage you to be mindful of to whom or to what and why you've chosen to empower and to question what if any reciprocity results from that arrangement. Too often, or more times than not, we have empowered people and entities to our own hurt. I want to inspire you through this podcast to own your power and use it to advance our interests and objectives in pursuit of a grander vision than what the West affords the black and colored descendants of the African slaves their forefathers bought, stole, owned, and sold. All too often we look for and assign blame to someone or something other than ourselves for the unfortunate conditions we find ourselves in. The role that people outside of us play and the circumstances that forge those conditions is very relevant, but only contributory. Today, in fact, ours is the greatest contribution to the causes of the many problems we face that they also contribute to. And the biggest reason for this is the people we choose to follow and thus to empower. Remember that only the powerful can empower, not the powerless. We have more to fear from the people we choose to empower as leaders than we do from our perceived adversaries or enemies. Too many of the, of the people in mainstream that we empower claiming to speak on our behalf have agendas, loyalties, and interests that conflict with the best overall interests of our community. And I would venture to guess the same can be said for Afro-Brazilians and the rest of the Afro-Diaspora. If Chicago is your destination, you won't get there by following someone with vested interests in California. You will never go any further than the person, people, or entity you choose to follow. And you'll always be a few steps behind them. Their strength or lack thereof feeds or detracts from yours. Their limits are your limits. Their weaknesses are your weaknesses. Their fears restrain your courage and their doubt dampens your faith. Poor and oppressed people around the world are exploited and have their resources pillaged by foreign corporations at the invitation and behest of their own leaders. Remember when Trump told a gathering of African leaders that I have so many friends going to your countries trying to get rich? How many of those friends uh, that he's referring to do you think are black, native, and patriots to those lands? Then, to add insult to injury, after colonizing the economies of these unfortunate nations, exploiting the people, and extracting a disproportionate amount of their wealth, him and his friends have the goal to say, we don't want you in our countries. Countries, by the way, whose vibrant economies are inextricably tied to the extraction of those valuable resources and the exploiting of the labor of the very people they hate so much to whom they say, we don't want you in our countries. 
All of this because the people they have in power to lead them are placing their own personal interests and prioritizing their conflicting loyalties, as well as those of their family and friends and loved ones above and beyond the interests of the people who've empowered them and on whose behalf they are supposed to be governing. Do you realize that we demand more of our adversaries than we do from our leaders, both of whom are empowered directly and indirectly by us? The point of all of this is to highlight the importance of aligning ourselves with people, entities, and ideals that reciprocate the support we give to them. It's not enough to buy and support Black if Black don't support you back. Bob Johnson is a prime example. When green is the only color that matters to a Black person in an environment where color slash race is weaponized and his ventures are dependent on the support of the Black masses, then it's time to remind him and his kind of the value of Black by reclaiming that power we've extended to them and redistributing it to those whose interests, as ours, depend on a mutually satisfying reciprocal agreement. Some would tout Bob Johnson's charitable contributions as proof of him giving back or reciprocating. But let's be absolutely clear here. When the support of the masses are required, the benefits should come back to the masses because the measure of a people is determined by the quality of life of the majority, not the twos and fews. Making people rich because they're black has no substantive value to the masses at all. There are a lot of black millionaires and some billionaires, but we're still at the bottom of the socioeconomic ladder. Once again, I would uh, venture to guess that it's the same for Afro-Brazilians, Afro-Colombians, and the rest of the Afro-Diaspora. Of course, any reciprocal agreement must be predicated on a shared sense of purpose, and this requires a vision. Without a vision, make no mistake about it, there is no agenda to pursue, no direction, no organizing, no progress, and no clarity in identifying friend or foe. If that vision is not one that's shared, you can only operate ad hoc. And because that only addresses specific issues without any consideration of how it affects the whole, that usually creates more problems than it solves or patches. If a doctor misdiagnoses a sickness and prescribes medication based on that diagnosis, it will create problems where there were none, i.e. side effects, while leaving the original illness unchanged. That's been the case for Afro-Americans seemingly since the assassination of Dr. King. No real sense of direction other than acceptance and integration into mainstream America. And how has that been working out for us? But even during the civil rights movement, our sense of direction was tempered by a belief in the American dream that we have yet to realize, and that Dr. King himself proclaimed before his death to be a nightmare for us. This generation of leaders, pundits, power brokers, and spokespeople are continuing in the errors of the prior generations. Their visions their vision seems to be the same as prior generations, full acceptance and integration into mainstream America at the cost of the further erosion of our quality of life. We're being led in circles with no end in sight while the goalposts keep shifting. We've just witnessed and are witnessing another colossal shift of the post by the Trump administration, its congressional allies, and the loyalists they've adopted and appointed and are continuing to appoint to the courts. Since the leading voices of our community didn't see the Trump and the Confederates coming. 
The only solution they have to offer us for protection is more of the same. What was the saying about insanity attributed to Einstein that's becoming a cliche because of his overuse? Don't worry, I'm not going to even bother to repeat it. Instead, I'll use another one of his quotes that says, you can't solve a problem with the same level of thinking that created it. But yet here we are, doing the same thing while hoping science can provide us with a magic elixir that frees us from the burden of responsibility, where we don't have to do anything other than speak a word, press a button, click like, cast a vote, or take a pill. Anything and everything other than accepting the responsibility owning the problem and offering the necessary sacrifices to correct them. This, in a nutshell, is why it's time to take a good hard look at the people we choose to empower. What we get back from that arrangement and where or what they're leading us into. My guess is that it may be good for them, but as usual, it won't be good for us. We have more to fear from them than we do from the Confederates. I'm Walter Mitchell Jr. and this has been a Power is the People podcast. New episodes will be posted every Saturday at 3 p.m. Central Time, unless otherwise noted. Until then, remember that only the powerful can empower, not the powerless. Own your power.